Welcome to Psychic Sisters. We are two souls on a mission to demystify what it means to be psychic. I'm Gabrielle and this is my soul sister Cass. And if you're ready to understand what being psychic really means, come join us weekly because psychicness isn't out of this world, it's grounded in ourselves. And honestly, we are so sick of the lies, the misconceptions and the misconstrued nature of what they say it is. So come learn the truth with us and let yourself be psychic. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Psychic Sisters. It is Cass here, and I have the wonderful Gabrielle. Hey, hey. And I'm introing today because this is a topic that I wanted to discuss, and I know that it's something that, um, I don't know, not not that we necessarily have differing opinions, but it's going to be an interesting conversation. This is something that I've had people that I've worked with closely, like clients, I suppose, come to me with fears and concerns around. So obviously from the title, you can see that we want to talk about hauntings and being haunted by spirits. And this is something that I experienced a lot as a child. And something that I've really noticed is when people get into this space and they want to really get into their psychic and intuitive gifts, they get really, really scared about being haunted. And like, Gabby, I think it's time for you to give your two cents on this. Um, yeah, so you can probably hear some hesitation <laughs> in my voice. Um, this is actually a really triggering conversation for me mm, to mm-hmm. be like fully transparent. And the reason it's triggering is not because this hasn't happened to me or I haven't had a being attached to me or because anything like that. I think it's just the misconstrued nature of it. Like it's Mm. honestly like we have souls on this earth who are pretty dense, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's spirits who try and leave and they're pretty dense too. Mm -hmm. So they're a bit confused about going into the light. Correct. So they're just like hanging around with people who seem to have some energy to give and to me that's that's really the nature of it inverted commas hauntings yeah inverted commas haunting yeah if you ask them to leave i've never had anyone stay Mm. unless that person like subconsciously enjoys the darkness of that being or that they're taking their energy and there are a lot of people who choose to live a life of oh that makes me special Mm. um and i've seen those people before and they choose to live like that and as long look honestly as long as it makes people happy they can do whatever they want but um it really is it really is like if we think that we leave this body and become less dense straight away because our soul is expanded back to its natural capacity Mm. why would something after life want to hang out with something that's pretty stupid Mm. in a meat suit (laughs) so This is where my perspective is, so I'd love to hear yours, Cass. Yeah, well, obviously, I have a very similar view that, A, we can obviously tell these spirits, these beings, to leave. Um, So I completely completely agree with you there. Gabby's just spilling cacao on herself. Um, But I think what I really wanted to discuss today was obviously just to really help, and and I really loved you using the phrase... um, misconstrued because I think that's obviously part of why we really wanted to do this podcast was to really have these conversations to really enlighten people as to uh, 
you know, our views on these kind of topics and, you know, especially controversial things like this that obviously you have um, a, a deep opinion about. So I will give you a bit of a background into my own history, I suppose, in commas, inverted commas, hauntings. I grew up in quite an old house and from the ages, like from basically birth through to, I'd say I was like 10 or 11, I was cons- like consistently visited by spirits and stuff while I was sleeping. I have very vivid memories of actually seeing spirits. They would often wake me wake me up. Um, they would touch me. Um, I said it was a very old house. So um, I didn't say anything to anyone and I honestly just genuinely believed that it was normal. I would also, if they annoyed me too much, I would just tell them to leave me alone. However, it was generally always like the same main spirit that was always touching my head was like a woman and there was just other random ones floating around so it was nothing that ever really like frightened me but I think that and this is why I really wanted to dive into this my personal belief and I'd love to know yours Gabby is like when we're younger we're actually more attuned to that kind of energy like what's your thoughts there yeah 100% like um I think back earlier in my life and there was multiple experiences. Like I used to see my grandfather after he passed away. Um, and then I was meant to sleep in his room. So I just stayed up all night, <laughs> all night, every time, all night. my grandmother was like, Gabrielle, just go to sleep, darling. Everything's fine. And I'm like, um, and my grandfather would tell me his ashes were in the cupboard. Anyway, so like fully, he was like, my body's in there. And I'd be like, ah, why are you telling me this? Um, and then... I probably at the age of, he probably passed away when I was seven or eight. By the time I was 12, that's when intuitively in like every book I've ever read and a lot of experiences I've had from my clients say that their kids kind of lose their connection with their guides, Mm. right? Mm. So like so many people growing up like have these fictional characters, what we perceive to be fictional. I perceive them to be their guides. Um... So I'm really big on that. And at that age, I probably lost at 12. And then I didn't really come back into the intuitive world until I had my haunting. <laughs> um, so I would have been in like year 11 or 12 in high school and my mom didn't know what to do with me. And she took me to a psychic. Mm-hmm. Um, and like my grandfather came through and she's like, there's someone else here. Do you know this person? He's your age. He's passed away. And I was like, no. Um, anyways, I couldn't figure out who it was. Anyways, she was like, oh, he met you in Queensland. And I was like, at that time, I was like, how does a psychic know I just went to Queensland (laughs) six months ago? Anyways, so like he was attached to me and yeah, he, he did change my energy, right? Like he made me probably more depressed and more lethargic and tired because it's just like a bug eating your energy, like Mm. eating part of your aura. Don't get scared by this, but that's all that happens. It's just like. You're plugged into an electrical outlet. Someone's taking some energy. And then we cleared that being from my auric field. And that night I was petrified to sleep in the dark. Have I told you this story? I don't think so. Oh, I was so scared to sleep in the dark that I slept on the floor of my mother's room <laughs> on a blow up mattress. And it didn't just last one day. It lasted like a few weeks. I was <laughs> petrified to be alone because I had never been alone because this buddy had been with me for six months. Mm. Anyway, so I lost my buddy can't remember his name um but we had a soul contract and i'm really big on hauntings or 
miscellaneous connections are so contracted i don't perceive there really to be any dumb dead Hmm. energies walking around being like let me suck your energy anyways i just don't perceive it because when we leave our meat suit i'm i'm under the assumption that everyone becomes smarter yeah because you're a soul and you're all love and light and you like transcending to the next less dense place Mm -hmm. like I just, I just can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. No. I mean, that's also coming from us who we continuously say we can't wait to leave this physical plane. So we're definitely rushing out of here. I think that's really interesting that you made that point about like the age of 12 because I definitely know that for me that's when I really stopped experiencing um, a lot of my you know, hauntings. Uh, which would have been about the time I sort of moved out of my that house and into this other house. So I think what's really interesting and why I really wanted to dive into this and probably because like I'm coming from an experience where like I didn't obviously have anything latched onto me feeding my energy, right? What I had and what I perceive now is like I think I was just able to see my spirit guide or mm-hmm. one from like at that point. So the reason why I really wanted to dive into this topic specifically was because my sister had a reading done by one of your mm. clients and her spirit guides came through. And when my sister was talking to me, I was like, I have a funny feeling that that's actually like my mum's pop, which neither of us had ever met. And my sister's always been obsessed with two names, James and Stella, because she can basically remember as a child, these spirits, which were her great grandparents, that would be, basically hanging around her all the time and she had no idea and obviously through this conversation I've realized that basically my sister and I have connected with our spirit guides at such a young age but we just didn't realize and we sort of just like brushed it off I'm coming from a family obviously quite different to yours where this woo-woo stuff spirit guides angels nothing like that was ever spoken about until I've obviously gone through my awakening and opened up the conversation line between my family and it looks like my sister and my mom and I have all had these kind of things. Yeah, and I guess that's where I'm really lucky because there's no one I've ever met in my age bracket who played with Oracle cards from the time they were like six. Yeah, so it's like completely new for me. So I think what I really want to uh, encourage you all with this conversation is to not be afraid if you... uh, are experiencing any type of like contact from spirits right and And this is the can i just say this is what i find really interesting because like this is what we do like i literally take a human and be like they're like i have this amazing awareness that i should be psychic and i'm like cool let's go on the journey together they're like so good they're like i really want you to teach me everything you can in the first six weeks then they get petrified they're like what if something bad happens Mm -hmm. and then it takes me another six weeks to get them past this Mm -hmm. phase because that part there that fear is just your ego yeah yeah and this is like again pre-recording this is what gabby and i were discussing because this is something i've also noticed a lot of people that i work with and i'm obviously not necessarily teaching them to be psychic but once they tap into their intuitive gifts everyone gets fucking scared oh my god like i can sense these people around me all of the time or you know i i I can't hang out with particular people because they've got you know negative um spirits or attachments um connected to them and this is where i feel like once you really tap into this this is where you really get to work on what i just call like your um psychic hygiene 
to ensure that you are keeping up really strong energetic boundaries between you and the spirit world so that you know you can continue to live life in this you know physical 3d human experience plane whatever connect with that but like have like a good set of boundaries so that they don't continue to like be latched on or drag any of your energy off right you do that as well I do it from the other perspective. I need to make sure I'm closed so I'm not leaking myself because like I have a perception that our guides aren't really here to do anything to hurt us or there's no, mm. like how like our great grandparents aren't going to just walk around and be like, oh, I just need some of your battery, <laughs> darling. Yeah. Like the boundaries are for us. Yeah. Like we are the ones who need the boundaries. We are the ones with the bad um, monkey minds. We are the ones who can't meditate. We are the ones who don't have willpower. We are the ones like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It's for us. And I think so many people always say what we can't see is the problem. Mm. Well, you can't see inside of you when you close your eyes. You can't see all your organs. You can't see all your cells. So does that make us a part of the problem? Like, And I think this is a really different way that I teach and I use these metaphors all the time. Just because you can't see something doesn't make it not real, doesn't make it scary. And I think mm. so many people go straight away, I can't see it, it's scary. But what happens for a poor person who can't see at all? They, we wouldn't let them go out in the world and be scared. And yeah. this is some weird... No, no, no. Like, I love that. And I, I think that's a really good point to make. And I just think that this is where the boundaries... I obviously teach from a space of, like, you just keep your energetic... Like, I just talk about it having, like, a fucking shield around you, right? Where, like, this is you. This is your energy. Nothing outside of yourself can connect with you unless you invite it in, Right? And so the more that you are continuously strengthening that muscle, because it's basically just a muscle. Like I know for me personally, I don't know if I've shared this on here, but like I had a experience a few months ago where like I'd done like three or four readings that day. I was so fucking open and I went to bed and I had forgot to close down and I was no joke lying in bed and something grabbed my fucking foot and pulled me. And I was like, you mother trucker and I was like no problem please leave I did my like closing down process and it was gone right like that stuff does still happen to me if I'm not doing my practices to make sure that I'm like closed down shut for business leave me alone spirit see and this is where I have a whole different opinion that stuff doesn't happen to me but that's probably because I sit there for an hour every morning going hey yo what's up Mm. how can you feel me in, in this meeting yeah and then they don't annoy me like i used to get obsessive ringing in my ears i actually got it this morning because i didn't do my practice and i was like damn (laughs) shit um for two days actually because i was away but like it's because we're not paying attention you did all that work for other people but did you hold ceremony for yourself like yeah see absolutely wouldn't have that day because i was busy (laughs) yeah yeah so that's like your guides being like hello it's your was it your left foot I can't remember, possibly, yeah. Because if it's your left foot, it's like asking you to be like feminine and it's your ankle joint, which is actually not a very strong ankle in our body. So if I just like start to look at that Mm. from like a spiritual anatomic level, it would be like the muscle that you need in your feminine isn't currently working. You're not using your feminine muscle to connect us for your purpose, Mm. right? This is just metaphorical right now. This isn't me reading Cass, but like everything has a meaning and if Mm. you don't know about the physical anatomy like spiritually i highly recommend you to because like our guides will use our body as like a communication tool like there's nothing i'm afraid of 
because mm. everything to me is just like a psychic is a universal detective. Their universal meaning of life is just to be like, oh, my guide today touched me on my left ear. Oh, that means like I'm clearly not limited, like listening, right? Like it's just about breaking it down. Like the other week, I talked about this on my podcast, my client got a bag of rice and she was like, someone was handing someone rice. And I was like, oh yeah, but rice is abundance. Mm. So like someone's handing someone abundance. She was like, whoa. And I was like, yeah, like we get to like, if you're not sitting down in meditation and being like, oh, I'm getting weird things and you're not going to Google, mm. what are you doing it for? <laughs> I'm just thinking of the fact that like I always say to people when I die, not that I'm going to have like an actual tombstone, but like I just want to remember for the catchphrase, just Google it because <laughs> I feel like everything in my life I'm Googling, right? And I completely agree. Like anything that you're receiving psychically or intuitively is going to come through using some form of symbolism right and so there's nothing i don't know this this is where the fear part of the conversation is to come in like there's actually nothing to be afraid of if you are experiencing any type of connection with your spirit guides or someone from spirit yeah but do you know the reason most people get scared is because they're getting told to fucking evolve (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm so sorry but like i currently witness it 24 7 in my life my guides told me to do this or like they told me to come and study with you or they told me to like go live overseas or they told me to go do this and i'm just choosing to put a wall up because that's impossible well is my life fucking impossible because i'm sitting here and i acted on all my messages no is it wildly big yes am i Mm. fucking loving it yes Mm. is my life completely how i would envision it to be fucking not Mm. because i honestly would be standing at like a checkout store scanning groceries who knows um i feel like that really relates to the conversation we're having last week about how important it is to action your messages and obviously the whole point is like these spirits spirit guides whatever whoever it is that's trying to contact you in this space is doing so like for a reason they're not gonna fuck with you just to fuck with you and that's what you need to realize is like if you are experiencing something look into the reason why um i know Mm. like if, if it's always happening when you're thinking about something or if it's always like it's so cliche like if it's always happening around the same time like look into the time you know like I, I, I'm really into angel numbers like I do believe that they, they hold a frequency and therefore like we know we can be contact or you know given messages through numbers so like nothing happens like everything sorry everything happens for a reason yeah and like there are a lot of people who do say like um there are beings in this house. I won't even use the H word. Like, I really hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, if they're there, they're there for their own reason. Mm. They were there before you. They'll stay there after you. They probably don't want to leave. If you're really worried, please just, like, ring a fellow psychic. Be like, hey, there's people in my house. Will you do, like, a cleansing? They may be like, yeah, look, it's probably not worth it. They're pretty stubborn. Mm. Or, like, hey, they're going to go. We'll send them on. Right, like I cleanse this house energetically all the time. I also cleanse like a few other people who are on a constant list. I was just teaching this to my students the other day how to do like an energetic house cleansing. And like we do need to not just look after our auric field, but our energetic homes and the people and the beings inside of our homes from our pets to our Mm. plants Mm. to our objects. Everything. I think that's a really good point though that I oh yes saging right like energetic cleansing I was just thinking that like something that 
and just setting up boundaries like for me again i've worked with people and once they do tap into their gifts they're like oh my god like there's always like spirits or i can't sleep there's always someone in my room um cool tell them to fuck off right this comes back to the boundary thing right you can tell these yeah (laughs) you can tell these spirits to leave you alone so i always like i obviously have a closing down process i think we've shared in another episode but also like for me like my bedroom's a bit harder now because i work and sleep in the same space but my bedroom's usually like a spirit no-go zone like please leave and i actually would often say especially as i started to get into this process like I would literally say You're out loud, am I cool? Awesome. I'm, <laughs> this is why podcasting together is so great. Um, I would literally say out loud, like, you know, I'm going to sleep now. Like no one have access to me unless it's like life or fucking death. Um, so like, right. Gabby's Sometimes like, yeah. I get woken up in the middle of the time to people dying. It's a weird. Yeah. Right. So thankfully that hasn't happened to me yet. Um, Actually, when people die, I generally just wake up and I'll sit down and I've done it maybe three or four times now and my hands go out. Really? And I'm like, I'm conscious, I'm awake and I'm like, I'm releasing something. I wonder what I'm releasing. And that happened with my best friend's mom. It happened with a girlfriend that I knew and it happened with one of my mum's friends. Okay. I have touched wood, haven't actually had anyone pass away since I've really been tapped into these gifts. So we'll see if that happens to me. Yeah. Interesting. Another thing to just pop in yeah. there because you were saying, I did cut you off really. I'm That's so okay. Sorry. It's fine. Um, I just wanted to reiterate like something I say all the time that I look, I always say there's nothing that can be done spiritually wrong mm. unless, Ooh. unless this mm. is my butt, unless you are freaking doing a spiritual guided meditation on YouTube to fall asleep to. Oh, that is like a pet peeve because you're opening up, you're connecting to your spirit guide, True. you're falling asleep, you're going after or traveling. And then you come to me, oh, not everyone, but like 80% of people come to me and they're like, yeah, when I'm asleep, I'm getting all my messages. And I'm like, your messages are meant for the day. Yeah. Like I do not, I do not function. I do not get any single messages mm. ever while I'm asleep. I do not want that. Except when we astral travel together. Except when I yell at cats in my sleep. <laughs> That's a different story. There's no guides there. I'm just doing it's my own free will. Right? <laughs> but it is so it it's yeah. It, it is bad. Like yeah. I had a client do the same thing, I had a lecturer about it. It's a good point. Like you open up, you expand, your guides come in, you fall asleep, you go use all your energy. Who knows where the fuck you're going? To the hundredth and twentieth dimension. Mm. You wonder why you're tired of yeah, you're not sleeping properly because you've been open. That's another thing as well. Like I've um, noticed that if I actually do correctly close down and tell spirit, like I'm just human in this moment, please leave me alone. I sleep better because yeah, you're not, you're yeah, you're not sending out your soul, your spirit, your energy, whatever to, you know, go off and do who knows what's while you sleep. Yeah. Like, look, honestly, like I'm probably open for like 12 hours a day. From the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. Mm. Like, I'm a pretty open human being. I walk around, talk to spirit. My guides don't really leave me alone. No. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Like, sometimes they follow me around and just heal me. It's really interesting. So, I do enjoy that part. It does make it difficult, though, to know if you're talking to us or your guides. I think this is something <laughs> I haven't mentioned on here before. But quite often, Gabby will talk and maybe it's just like a noise. Like, she's agreeing to something. And I'm like, what? And then she looks at me and I'm like, oh. It was you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So I live in double life. <laughs> yeah, it's like constant. It's so good. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Anyway, so don't meditate before going to bed. Yes. Also, don't do spiritual meditations in your bed. If you're wondering, I have a client who did who used to do classes in bed. I was like, let's like sit on the floor. Like, let's mm. sit legs up the wall. I don't care. Let's just make it different. Like, yeah. spiritual work shouldn't be done in your sacred sleep area. Yeah, I do love that. I feel like another thing I want to talk t- touch on is the fact, I think I've mentioned this before, I used to be like severely terrified of the dark until 12 months ago, right? Mm-hmm. I think we may have spoken about this before. And it's, yeah, I've heard this one. Right? It's obviously the whole point of the... And again, this is another leading factor into why I want to discuss this because I'm no longer scared of the dark because I realized that like the reason why I was so scared of the dark was because I was never alone. I could always feel that there was spirits around, whether that was just my guides or whatever. I don't know because I was I was trying to ignore it, but because I was so open all the time, I um, I didn't realize. Right. And so through this process over the last 18 months since really like actively working on my um, gifts, like I'm not terrified of the dark. I could be locked in a dark. I genuinely like my ex-husband used to think it was hilarious. He would actually lock me in rooms in our house with the light turned off and listen to me scream because I was that petrified. Um, so now I would have no problem if like the lights went That's off. Horrible. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. Like really great relationship, guys. Don't panic. Like it's very loving. And I was doing. like, that's yeah, no. <laughs> he just found it really funny because I was a grown woman who was t- petrified of the dark. Did you like have a nightlight? No, I just always walk around with my torchlight on everywhere I went. Oh, until you closed your eyes and went to sleep. Yeah. How'd you sleep? Yes. Oh, sorry, I've never been scared. Of it. <laughs> I'm so scared of that dark like once that once time for like four weeks. Yeah, well I was I genuinely was like very rarely alone and if I was alone I'd, you know, close my eyes, cover my like even I remember as a child there would be things disturbing me and I would just genuinely put like my blanket over my head and just hide there. Like like honestly it was so stereotypical, you'd see it in like a horror movie. That's how I behaved. Even as an adult, if I feel like there was something in there, I would just put the blankets up over my head enough to just rock myself going, everything's gonna be okay. Because I just didn't have the boundaries and obviously my guides were just hanging around and I just didn't realise. And but so you I don't was... have boundaries when you're a kid, you're not meant to. I don't even Correct. know if we're really meant to have boundaries as an adult, but we live in such a society where we're over like we're overstimulated. We yeah. a million messages a day, right? We're intaking from social media and all of this stuff, right? So we're just a consumer. Mm. And I think now because we're such a consumer, it's changed how our energetic bodies are made. Yeah. So I actually perceive like in reality, if we lived outside in trees and nature and all mm. this stuff, we would made to be open, but we can't be open in the amount in which we're over consuming. So I perceive yeah. we're only 12 being told to turn it off because we go to school. If we were just like free Roman beings, I'm sure we would stay open to live, live under the trees. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And I, that's why I want to, you know, live in the trees. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I really hope, I don't know, is there anything else you kind of feel like you want to share on this controversial topic for you? I think I just want to just say, like, I really hope that what you've gotten out of this is the fact that if you have or are still experiencing this sensation that you are not alone, that you can just ask that spirit to leave you alone. Or if it continues to happen, if it continues to happen, it's because you're meant to be intuitive. Like exactly. this, is, this is like the end of the day. Like, let me just tell you like the truth of the matter. If you sit down in front of a psychic and you feel drawn to go to them every six to 12 months, congratulations, you've come to Hogwarts. You're meant to be intuitive. I would love you to sit down and learn. I know it is a dedicated practice, like going to the gym to build a muscle. Mm-hmm. If you choose not to, 
they're going to push you. They're going to continue to push you to do it. So it's not just at some point asking them to leave is going to be like, it will turn into a haunting because you're asking someone to leave who's like, hello, you're not adhering to your guidance. Yeah. I am your messenger. Like, and I think people don't see it like this, but, and this is why it's such a controversial topic to me is Mm. because like a hundred people have come to me and my last two years and gone I'm haunted by this being like it's your guide and they're asking you to work on yourself but clearly you're anxiety ridden and you can't sit down and you don't feel safe and your nervous system is out of control and it's coming to you like a haunting because you're actually out of control yeah and it's going to feel like you're out of control because obviously there's going to be a stark difference within your vibration and their vibration Right. Yeah, and they're love and light, and you're perceiving yeah. it as fear. So imagine how skewed your current lifestyle. Like we don't live in a healthy world. No. Anyway, it's just getting really dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love and light, love and light. They are love and light. They are, and so when they do come into connection with you, it's going to feel uncomfortable to begin with. So, but don't be afraid. If they won't leave you alone, there's a reason. That's the point we're trying to make, basically. It means you are intuitive. It means it's your guides. It means they want to connect with you. Sit down and fucking connect with them. And I know it's not easy. Like, I get a lot of questions all the time about how to connect. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll do a podcast on it. I've done hundreds of, like... Yeah, me too. ...live things on it. We both have courses on it that are about to start. So Mm. if you feel like you freaking want to get messages that are clear, like, I've got a course running to help you become a certified Akashic record reader, which you'll, you'll meet your guides in. And Cass is about to do a masterclass. I'm doing a masterclass. And then, you know, spoiler alert, I will mention here, there'll be a course coming out that one of the topics will be around spirit guides. Cause something that has changed my life and I know is very powerful within this space. So mm-hmm. if you feel called to that, we'll put the links below for Gabby's Akashic Record Reader. That'll make you certified to do this. So if you wanted to get into this as a business, like it's eight weeks. Yeah. Eight weeks and you could be a certified um, Akashic Record Reader, which is fucking amazing. Thanks so the cell. No problem. No problem. Um, yeah. If not, I'm obviously doing my free masterclass next Tuesday, the 12th of July. Uh, yeah. At 7? 7? 7.30. 7.30. Yeah. Don't get to jump on that. Yeah, that's going to be great. And then, you know, there's something else coming out afterwards. So stay tuned. <laughs> so I really hope that you guys have enjoyed this. This was me. I, I'm really happy that we got this. I had to kind of coax Gabby into this topic because I could tell how uncomfortable she was, but I knew that it would be a really powerful conversation. So please, if you are still experiencing some type of connection with a quote-unquote ghost. What? We haven't even used that word. No, I'm never going to use that word. No, I know. And like that, the reason is we fucking hate that word. It's not a ghost. I hate that word. If they're not hauntings, it's spirit, it's your guides, whatever. They're not haunting you. They are trying to connect with you. So if you are experiencing this, come and get into our world. Do one of our courses. Uh, because we want to help you connect with them to receive the messages that you need. Besides your course, what else is happening in your world? Um, well, I have officially kind of semi-launched that I'm starting another company, so yes. that's exciting. So I'm starting a ritual-based cacao company. It's called Ritual. Um, so that's coming out. If you want to join the Instagram page for the launch and all that, there's not look to be completely transparent, there's not a lot on it yet, mm-hmm. but a lot's coming. Yeah. Um. So it's ceremony with me once a month. Learn how to actually use ceremonial cacao because it is not actually a coffee alternative. It is deep 
freaking portal to ceremony, to meditation, to connecting, to feeling, to loving and opening your heart. And we just seem to market it as a coffee alternative because it has the sister part Mm. of the plant of coffee, but it's not. Anyways, it really slows down your heart rate. It really connects you. Oh my gosh, it has so many amazing properties. It's really good for people who are vegan. It has a lot of iron in it. Look, Mm. it really is an amazing plant. Anyways, I'll keep going on that. I'll stop now, but join me at Ritual Ceremonial Cacao on Insta. I need to change that name though. Mm. It's long. It's long. Yeah, we can, we'll come back to that. We'll brainstorm. We will brainstorm. Yeah. Other than that, what about you? Well, I feel like really it's my masterclass next um, Tuesday, the 12th. Which you going to come to that? Yes, please. It'll be great. So that's called Awaken the Light Within, and this is going to be all about raising your frequency. So we're going to teach you about the... You're going to teach them. Sorry, I'm going to teach them. This is my masterclass. I'm going to teach you about the different densities and dimensions. I'm going to do a heart activation um, using your higher self to really activate you. And basically, I want to help you identify what frequency you're currently at so that you can then raise it up, continue to raise it so that you can ascend, which is my goal in life. So, and then, you know, spoiler, I've already mentioned it here, but there'll be a course coming out afterwards, which I'm really fucking excited for. So... Yep, and Cass and I in August are going to run a weekend retreat. If you do want to join, we're going to run Reiki One and a day of connecting to your crystals and activating your energy. So it's going to be like a course like no other because we're both going to be there. We're both mm. going to, number one, I'm going to certify you in Reiki. Cass is going to do amazing clearing on you. I'm also going to do a little past life thing. Yeah. So all the details for that will be dropping really, really soon on our Psychic Sister podcast. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned. We're very excited for that. Is that it? I, feel like I think that's all. Amazing. Well, we love you guys. We really hope you got a lot of value out of this and we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.